I come to announce to you there is about to be a resurrection for somebody. When you don't exercise your faith, it will not be strong. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We must continue to be hearing the word of God. This is Get Connected with Bishop Israel Adey Ajala. Welcome to Get Connected. You will be blessed by this episode. The topic and title is Celebrating Black History. And here is the creator of the Kindness Revolution, Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. There is no other way to start and to celebrate the history of black people in United States of America than to thank God for God. I want to thank God for God. Every time we do Black History Month, it seems as if we have to touch some areas, but I want to touch it on a different level this time. I want to touch it from the, point, the standpoint of kindness because when the owner of the church established his church, it was on the platform of kindness. In fact, for Christ to come to the world, the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And it is his love that makes him create us in his own image. And it said that nothing that we do in Romans chapter 8 can make God stop loving us, regardless of how bad we've been. So I want to first of all speak to all races. One, God loves you. Regardless of what you've done, regardless of the history of America, God loves you. The question is, do you love God enough to love God's children? Because that's the problem. God loves you. There's no doubt in my mind. But do you love God enough that you love all God's children? And that's where I want to pick it up. Um, to, to start today, as we celebrate Black History Month, the blacks have been subjected in the past to so many indignities. And we thank God we have made some progress, yes. but it's not enough. The progress we have made is not enough. God is a God of all, not God of some. And if we are going to let the truth be told, the church of our Lord Jesus Christ in America needs to put in the forefront the subject of kindness to all as we celebrate Black History Month. Last week, I mentioned one of our great, great pastor in America, the man that I respect and I love him, Dr. Tony Evans. He started a series, Kindness in the Culture. I am so happy when I heard that because I've been talking on kindness, that we must bring kindness back to our pulpit. It is what people hear daily that they will begin to do. We have had years, just few years, of people just being nasty to one another, calling each other name, damaging each other's reputation, 
for ephemera, things that will pass away. And so this is it. In Micah chapter 6, verse 8, I'm reading English Standard Version. Micah chapter 6, verse 8. He said, he has told you, O man, what is good and what that does the Lord require of you, but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. We are called by God to do three things. Three things that God requires of us. Justice. What does that mean? That we stand and speak for those who cannot speak for themselves. Justice. To love kindness. He didn't just say kindness. He said we must love kindness. In other words, you don't just do it. You love doing it. You love being kind. You know, some people are kind because people are watching. Well, I don't, let me put it this way. They demonstrate some kindness because people are watching. To love kindness means you are looking for ways to be kind to people that don't look like you. Most of the time, it's easy to be kind to people who have my accent, who have my color, who share my culture. But are you kind enough to extend love and kindness to people who differ from you, who don't even agree with your theology? I watch as the church become an agent of hate against sinners, people who are not born again. What do you expect sinners to do? That's why they are called sinners. Sinners sin, period. But we are the light. We are called to be kind. Kindness has become far too forgotten virtue in the church. You see people beat them up. Politicians can just rile you up and make you fight one another and you are killing each other. And you forget that you are the light of the world. As we celebrate black history, we are not going to make anybody feel bad. Yeah, you did this to me. You did that to me. That's not what I'm after. I'm after kindness to every man, kindness to white, kindness to black, kindness to Hispanic, kindness to Asians, kindness to those who came to this country, even whether legal or illegal. Now, to come illegally doesn't mean we should not pursue the law. But in doing it, it must have kindness in it. You see, why? Because we are the agent of kindness that God has planted on the face of the earth. And when we shack in that responsibility, we make the, the, the love of God not to reach the people that he's supposed to reach. It is God's kindness that brought us to repentance. If not yeah. for his kindness, we would never have come to repentance. Now that we have found kindness from God, we are called to go and show the same kindness to other people. We, we, to, to be Christian is to be kind. And may I say this one again, to be American is to be kind. And many will say, what do you mean? This is what I mean by that. America is the leading country in helping the downtrodden all around the world. They are the ones that champion the curse of the voiceless all around the world in the past. Now, is it a perfect nation? No, there's no nation that is perfect. We have sent so many people to go and fight the cause of another people, of another country. In fact, 
Many of our children, of our citizens, have laid down their life fighting the causes of another nation. We have shown generosity to so many nations. In fact, I look at America and I say, thank God for United States of America, a kind nation. Now, that is in the DNA of the nation. I say, oh, you can disagree with me in the sense that when you bring in slavery, you bring in that, you, we, we have reasons to say the kindness is not equal. It's not perfect, but it's better than many countries. So what do we need to do then? We need to start teaching our younger ones to begin to show kindness to people. Kindness to people we disagree with. Kindness to people that don't speak like we speak. Kindness to people that don't look like us. Mm -hmm. Kindness to people whose hair is not as straight or coiled as ours. Mm -hmm. Kindness to people whose color does not uh, match with our color. They are they're different. Kindness to the handicap. Kindness to the fatherless. Kindness to the widow. Regardless of their color, as long as you have the ability to show kindness, we are called to be kind to one another. Now, I'm not talking to the people in the world. I am talking to the church. The church has lost their visibility in this nation because we have swept kindness under the rug. When we bring kindness back, our building will be filled again. Because right now, empty chairs in most churches. It shouldn't be. The Bible says, two people will run to you and say, take us to your God. I can be bad all by myself. I don't need another preacher to teach me how to be wicked. And sometimes what we teach people, you begin to wonder, is this scripture or culture? Because if it is culture, we are not going to arrive at kindness. But if it is scripture, no matter how meandering it may look, we will arrive at kindness. For our God is a kind God. God is a kind God. When you are kind, you are not self-centered. You are not selfish. You become selfless. When you are kind, you look for ways to lift people up, not to put them down. When you are kind, you can lend your hand. During pandemic, this church, Kingdom Connection Christian Center, expanded our food distribution to the extent that even in the midst of pandemic, we never shut our door for one week. God help us through. Why? My heart is this. As long as it's within our power, as long as God gives us strength, we will do our own part to making sure that nobody within our sphere of influence goes to bed hungry. Or do we look at somebody because he doesn't sound like us when he's talking? Then we look at him and talk him down. Or just... It is not what we do in church that actually is matter to God as much as what we do in our homes, on the street, when we meet people. You can meet people in the church and they are the nicest. But as soon as we get to our own enclave, our own people group, it's almost as if we've forgotten that Christ is in us and we are in Christ. During this Black History Month, I'm calling black, white, Asian, Hispanic. Let's reach out and touch somebody. Let's let them know that we care. We are not bitter as black people against anybody. You know, Joseph said you meant it for evil, but God has turned it for good. Hear me. I am from Nigeria by birth, and I am very, very confident. Majority 
the vast majority of people that were taken out of West Africa were taken from Nigeria. Why? That's where people are. 60% of West African population is in Nigeria. You can't pick somebody from the desert where there is nobody. And still, I love my people. I love the, my African-American brothers. I love my white brothers. I love my Asian brothers. Not because they love me. I love them because there is nothing they can do about it. It is a calling. It is a passion. It is a mandate. I'll be right back after this. Bishop, thank you so much for your courage and your love to share this word during Black History Month, celebrating Black history. We'll be back with more after these announcements. Kingdom Connection Christian Center's free food bank is open to all. Our food bank is open every Thursday from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. We are located at 1391 Oswego Street in Aurora, Colorado. For more information, call 720-859-1737. Join us for our February Oral Change on Friday, February 24th at 7 p.m. It promises to be a powerfully anointed service. Ministering will be Dr. Ayo Ajim of Grace International Church, Houston, Texas, joining our Bishop Israel Ade Adala. Download the Ade Adala Ministries app on the Google Play and Apple iOS stores. Watch us on YouTube at Ade Ajala Ministries. Please like and subscribe to our channel to receive notifications. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Bishop Ade Ajala and connect with us on Facebook at Bishop Ade Ajala and Kingdom Connection Christian Center. Welcome back to Get Connected, and the subject matter is celebrating Black history during this Black History Month. Bishop, we are so pleased to have with us in the studio a very special guest, a dear friend of yours and ours here at Kingdom Connection, none other than Dr. H. Malcolm Newton. Yes. Dr. Malcolm Newton, welcome. Thank you. Wonderful. So, uh, Dr. Um, Newton, you witnessed the powerful teaching of Bishop on kindness in celebrating Black History Month and welcoming all races, all people, all nations to join in and being kind. What would you share in relationship to that during Black History Month and celebrating Black History well, I think Bishop hit the nail on the head. That that is what characterizes our Christianity. It's not American Christianity. It's biblical Christianity. Yes, sir. Mm. And the biblical Christianity speaks about the fruits of the Spirit. And one of them is kindness. Kindness. And that's what we must do as people. We can't hold grudges about what happened in the past to our ancestors and, and to other people that we love. But we must get past that mm -hmm. because it is God's love you know and I say this as I'm intervening here with this piece here that just came to mind 
How can you say, as Bishop said, how can you say you love God and hate your mm -hmm. brother or your sister? Mm -hmm. How can you say that you are speaking in tongues and you're full of the Holy Spirit if you can't truly love someone from your heart? Mm -hmm. If you have not allowed that spirit, that the point of the Holy Spirit to work from within, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. We all have faults yes. and flaws and foibles and what have you. We were all born in the stink. Mm. All of us came to the earth the same way. Mm. Okay? And so who thinks they're better than someone else? Mm. Right. Huh? If you have the love of God in you as you have supposed, and this is what I guess makes African-American people in North America very angry. Because mm. many of our white brothers and sisters mm -hmm. claim to be a child of God. Mm. Yes. And at the same time, lynching another man or woman of God. Mm. And I believe that if you have the spirit of God in you, how can you afford to even put down another child of God who has the image of God? Mm. We carry the image of the almighty God. Mm -hmm. How can you lynch? Mm -hmm. How can you shoot? Mm -hmm. How can you discriminate against the image of God within another human being mm -hmm. on the face of this planet? Wow. I also noticed that even in those times of slavery, churches have slaves. Mm -hmm. Churches. When churches have slaves. And they still go and preach. Now, these things we are saying, not because we want anybody to feel bad. We need to know where we are coming. So we don't repeat it. Yes. But the way it can come back is when kindness is becoming a forgotten lingo. Mm -hmm. When we are putting kindness at the back burner, people will begin to invent various means to assert whatever they call their superiority over another person. Yes. Remember I said damaged soul, damaged soul. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are going around with damaged soul. And the only thing that can heal a damaged soul is kindness from another person. Mm. But how can you help somebody who is going around with a damaged soul with a big Bible? There are pastors with so many damaged souls. They preach out of hurt and pain. And when you say to them, what you are doing is wrong, their own is always God is angry. God is going to judge you. Mm. They never see the love of God. Mm. You see? But the God they are talking about is the God of their own imagination. That's right. God is not going to destroy you because you sin. That's right. God destroys nobody for sinning. That's right. The reason man will be judged is for rejecting what Christ did on the cross. That's right. It's not because they sin. Rejecting Jesus. Rejecting Jesus. The reason for sin is why Christ went to the cross to pay for it. But if you don't accept Christ, then you are judged already. I, I can only think of the letter to the Birmingham, Birmingham, out of the Birmingham jail that Martin mm. Luther King wrote. Yes, sir. He wrote this letter to clergymen, yes. pastors and preachers in Alabama. Yes. And he wrote it because the church, the so-called Christian church in Alabama, in Alabama was very silent, mm. very silent when it came to the issue of freedom, mm. oppression, and slavery, they didn't say anything. Mm. They allowed the secular police, the secular judges, and those who were bigots and racist and prejudiced against another man in the image of God because they had a different color skin, mm. they allowed them to be suffered. And he wrote to them, 
and he's questioning them in the form, not only of an Old Testament prophet, but as Apostle Paul. Hmm. King wrote a letter to, as Paul did, to the Christians, to the saints, hmm. Hmm. you know, and he challenged them to love your brother. Love your brother. How can you say you love God and don't love your brother? Hmm. Hmm. That's what King's letter in the Birmingham jail was all about. How can you watch people, innocent people, die in the street? Mm -hmm. From That's why we got this whole Black Lives Matter thing, mm -hmm. because we allowed it to happen. Christians allowed. Don't tell me that one woman mm -hmm. that powerful to get prayer out of school. Mm -hmm. One woman didn't do that. Mm -hmm. The so-called Christians who say they name the name of Christ mm -hmm. did that because they didn't speak up and they didn't put forth the love of God. That's it. Does One it. woman don't have all that power. Does it? It was a lack of love Does it? and power within the Christian church yes. that allowed it to happen. Yes. Yes. I was in Senegal many years ago. And Senegal is 96% Muslim. Mm -hmm. And I went to the village in Senegal to preach the gospel. Mm. But I didn't go there with the Bible to bang them on the head. I started by serving them first. Build their confidence. Then they now want to know what I know. Mm. We in the West, I'm sorry to say, we are so eager to want people to know what we know. Mm. And nobody cares what you know until they know <laughs> that you care. You care. Mm -hmm. So when we show people that we care, then we can, they, they ask me, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this for us? And I say, because I love you. That's mm. all. Because mm. I love you. And people understand. And people understand that. Love is a universal language. That's right. There is nowhere you speak the language of love that people will not gravitate to you. I hear pastors say, oh, our church, people don't want to come to church. I said, we don't have that in Kingdom Connection. Mm -hmm. We've moved from one service to two services. During pandemic, we went to three services, and it's full. Why? People want to come. Nobody wants to come, and you are going to hell. They're already in hell. We want to get them out of hell. We want to show them that God loves them. I didn't come to Christ because someone told me I was going to hell. Mm -hmm. I came because they said Jesus loved me. Hallelujah. That <laughs> is what brings God to prevent. Yeah. And then, not only that, they show me. They show me. We need to move from talking to showing people through our actions. Look, Dr. Malcolm and I, the same year we came to Denver. That's right. And we've been friends ever. Long time. Long time. Long time. Over, over 25 years, That's almost right. 30 years, That's we've right. been friends. That's right. You still look the same. I, I, you know, I'm handsome. <laughs> <laughs> You're handsome too. But my point is, we love each other. We may not see each other every day. That's right. That's right. But the moment we see each other, we catch up. That's right. And it will be as if we've never left each other's presence. That's right. And that's true story. And I watch Dr. Malcolm, who is a connector. He's mm. a connector. He connects people together. Mm. And I appreciate what you are doing Thank in you. the body of Christ. Thank you. Now, the history of... Yeah, go ahead with your question. I don't want to take all your time because we only have less than two no, minutes. No, <laughs> I, I just... You know, this topic is so intriguing, combining celebrating black history and uh, kindness. You know, uh, their statistics show that at 11 o'clock on Sunday. Sunday mornings is the most segregated hour That's right. 
In North America. In North America. Because, and that's the church. Mm-hmm. How can that be with all that we've gone through, all that we've seen, all the trauma, all the pain, all, you know, everything? Yeah. How can that still be? Mm. Well, I say that you have to understand the difference between religion mm. and true Christianity. Yes, sir. Religion don't get anybody anywhere. You trying to you it's your way of trying to get to God. Mm-hmm. Religion. That's why we have all kinds of religion. Mm-hmm. But what about looking at the Bible and see what God has already built the bridge? Mm-hmm. And that bridge was through the cross of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And if you cross that bridge and accept Christ into your life as your personal savior, then you will experience that tikkun mm-hmm. from Isaiah 61 to Luke 4. Yes, sir. Tikkun means to mend, to mm-hmm. heal to repair and to transform to transform one's social and personal world. Wow. Tikkun. He laid, he said, to preach the gospel to the poor, to, the to poor. set the captive free, yes. and to bind up the broken heart. Yes, sir. Huh? And he said to display the splendor mm. of God. That's what it's all about. Yes, sir. People have not been healed. People start their own church without the calling. Mm. And, and they start their own religion. Mm. You know, worshiping horses and cows or whatever they're doing out there. <laughs> but they're not worshiping the God of Ethiopia. Mm. They're not worshiping the God of, 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 of all ages. Mm. They're worshiping their own God. They have set up a God that looks like them. Mm. And that's demonic. Mm. And that's what they're worshiping. And that's why there are issues to this day pertaining. So you got to separate it now. Those who are true Christians. And I don't use the term too much anymore, but I use the term... I am a follower of Jesus. Hallelujah. To separate myself from those who call them Christians, but don't act like it. Mm. Mm. So, Thank yes. you. Thank yes. you, Prof. We will have to have you back again yes, to come and talk with us and, uh, um, and have you just uh, you know, bless the people. Uh, we really appreciate your friendship, your kindness. I need to pray now because our time is gone. Father, I thank you for my brothers and sisters that have been listening to us. We thank you for the life of all our black brothers and sisters in the diaspora, especially in America. Continue to strengthen us and we pray for our white brothers, our Hispanic brothers, our Asians. Lord, that you will make us one, just like you pray in John 17. Yes that you will make us one, that people may know that truly you have sent us as we demonstrate oneness and love to one another. Till we meet again in next week, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for joining us. This has been a presentation of the radio ministry of Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. For more information, contact Bishop Israel Ade Ajala by email at info at kcconline.org or by phone at 720-859-1737.